you know, one of our hopes for when people watch our videos is that they see, like you said, the essence is just that we love each other. Making it more positive. I think there's another part of it. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Today, we have Squirmy and Grubs. That's right. Shane and Hannah Burkaw. You've probably seen them on Instagram. I hope you've seen them on, on YouTube. But let me just read you their YouTube description. Uh, they say that one of us has a severe muscle-wasting disease and uses a wheelchair. The other one of us doesn't. Uh, Shane has a disability that plays a huge role in their relationship and they make content all about what their relationship is like. So they got married last September in September of 2020, mm -hmm. uh, have been dating for years and really their mission is to show that their relationship isn't that much different at the end of the day. And no. that's what we discuss. And that we all have our things that we deal with and how it relates back to your marriage and your relationship. We actually were taught a new term which was interable that's right um that's what they described their relationship as and they truly just they enlightened us to so many new things and perspectives that i think are really important when it comes to relationships yeah and i just want to give a reminder uh we've had discussions like this previously like with the glennon and abby interview mm -hmm. we come into these conversations not instructing or not trying to shove any you know, concept or our way of thinking down your throat or anybody else's, mm -hmm. uh, we're not trying to force any of that. Uh, and so this conversation we come in, I hope it comes off as humility because we definitely had a thing or two taught to us. Uh, Absolutely. We, we definitely made some, uh, errors in how we spoke and the terms that we used and, um, kind of our thinking. And so we wanted to share the episode to, to say that, Hey, you know what? That's okay. Mm -hmm. And if you do approach it with a learning attitude, I think, uh, and you have, you're fortunate to have someone like Shane and Hannah there to walk you through and show you the other side of, Hey, you know, actually this isn't the term you want to use. You should use enabled or actually you shouldn't feel bad for us or, you know, even necessarily get inspired by us, mm -hmm. uh, because X, Y, and Z. So we talk about a lot of different mm -hmm. things. Also, they're one of the funniest couples we've had <laughs> on are. the show. So this is how they are on their YouTube channel. This is how they were with us. Like you will be laughing in this episode. So we're excited to hear your feedback. Um, and if you want to find out more about Shane and Hannah, we'll link their information down below. Uh, Shane's written several books. They're working on one together. One of his books is called Laughing at My Nightmare, which yes. uh, we we have fun with because <laughs> he names a lot of things that. He, he does. <laughs> but... And so let's, I want to get to the comment of the week. And last week we had the lions on and Julie border says that she loved this interview and would really like to see them back again. She's read rhythms of renewal, uh, which is Rebecca mm -hmm. Lyons book. And it's so thought provoking and applicable. They both have great wisdom, which honestly I am full in agreement with. Absolutely. They, they preach some great stuff. So if you haven't heard that episode, please go back and listen. That's right. And before we get into it, please subscribe to the show and give it a rating. Without further ado, we bring you Shane and Hannah Burkaw. Shane and Hannah, absolute pleasure to have you with us. How are you today? All right. As a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet, 
and bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the colorful chemistry kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept them really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. We are good. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited to have you on the show, and it's been Quite literally, months in the making. Uh, it worked out well. I think we started talking and trying to schedule this before you got married, potentially. And now you're married. You've been through it. You guys are like vets at the whole thing. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we have way more to talk about now, now that we've delayed for yes. like six months. <laughs> Wait, so the big question is, how is marriage so far? Terrible. Oh Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's amazing. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking for myself here. Don't want to put words in your mouth, like but we've been loving it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's start with how did you guys meet? We always get. We have to get everyone's story. Absolutely. Yeah. You want to take that one? Sure. Uh, so we met a little over five years ago now, and I was a freshman in college. Shane was. He had just graduated from college. He was in Pennsylvania. I was in Minnesota, far apart. And I, I guess I'll go into like details. So I was, I was yes. up late one night studying. Uh, this is like the full story. And this, I, is, this is not the version that most people get. This is not like the short version. <laughs> <Okay. moment. laughs> well, uh, but I was I'm up late studying and I was, I was done studying. It was like very late. And I was on YouTube taking a break basically before I went to bed. And I watched a video that one of my favorite actors from the office, Rain Wilson made on his YouTube channel. And it was like a mini documentary about Shane and like the nonprofit that he ran and the book he had written. It was just like a little mini documentary. Um, it linked to the blog that he had. And I think I like went over to that after the video and read it for like an hour. And I was like, wow, I really feel like we would get along. Um, and I think because it was like so late at night and I was tired and delirious because this is so out of, out of character for me, I sent him an email being like, I just saw this video, you know, great, great, you know, job, great work you're doing. I mean, it was, it was a really cute email. It was just introducing myself. I was like, I'm Hannah and I like this video, uh, <laughs> in a couple more words, but I, I sent that 
and like completely forgot about it. But the time I woke up in the morning, like that, I did not remember this happening, but Shane had responded at like 6am. <laughs> like the second he woke up, he responded to this email and he sent his phone number. So we started texting wow. that Rich, day. You know, hearing that now sounds like I was extremely desperate. Like I, I, to say, I have one email from a girl and I was like, hello, here's, <laughs> and then, I mean, like, this sounds terrible, but like at that point in my life, I was getting a lot of emails from people all over the world. Who had seen that seeing video? That yeah. video and, you know, writing nice emails to me. And I promise you, I did not give out my phone number. <laughs> to all of them okay. uh, something about the email just like made me need to know hannah like our sense of humor our interests just connected really well and so you know i, I joked that like sending my number was weird but i'm so happy i did because yeah. we got along really well yeah both of us yeah were, you know uh and then we started facetiming like the next day. And I think I visited Pennsylvania for the first time two months later. The whole timeline it was really quick without details feels really weird, but yeah, in the flying across the country, in the, in the moment, it felt like very normal. And by the time like May came around, like three months later, yeah. when she visited for the first time, we were like, we can't go another minute without being together in person. Yeah. Yeah. That's how we met. Yep. Email. <laughs> it is, it is. Well, do you consider that kind of what, like a booty call email to a certain <laughs> extent? Is that like a late night? It pretty much I was. guess. Yeah. It was just filled with compliments. Yeah. That's great. It is so interesting when you, when you go back over like your love story and how you first met. Sean and I are the same way. You start talking about the details. You're like, yeah, it's a little weird. But in the moment, <laughs> yeah. in the moment, it was like, great. It just, you know, it was like a, a form of expressing yeah. love yeah. or whatever it is. I basically but. did the same exact thing, Hannah. I sent him a tweet. For the birthday? Right? No, from LA. Oh, yeah. You tweeted at me. I tweeted at him. <laughs> and I was like, you should come to LA because I was living in LA. Yeah. And I sent it at like midnight. Yeah. And he was on a plane the next morning. <laughs> Which seems that's that's creepy. That's, wow. better, that's better than the phone number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It worked anyway. out, though. It worked out. Anyway. Okay, so you mentioned sense of humor being like the first thing that really got you interested in each other. And that's honestly, I'm sure you have a lot of wise words to share with us today, but based off of what we've seen in your YouTube channel, both of you have such a fantastic sense of humor. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like salty. You're like very honest <laughs> and like just like sarcastic with each other to some degree. It's great though. Yeah, yeah. I think that, I mean, we get a lot of comments from people who are like new to our channel that don't quite get the humor yet. And like, if you watch videos, pretty much our humor is making fun of each other. Yeah. Like you said, very sarcastic, very dry. Yeah. We get these comments from people who are like, why are they so mean to each other? Yeah. Like, do, uh. they, do they hate each other? What's <laughs> going on here? But for us, it's a form of love, you know, to be able to make those jokes and know that we're kidding and know that we're making each other laugh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's always been a way that we've connected. Shane, humor seems to be an important thing to you. You wrote a book uh, called Laughing at My Nightmare. You also have a foundation called Laughing at My Nightmare. Yes. What is, explain the, the inspiration behind that. So 
yeah, everything I do, I name laughing in my nightmare. I'm afraid that, I'm afraid that when we have a kid, I'm going to be like, maybe we should name. Uh, but, um, the blog laughing at my nightmare came first back in 2011, back when blogging was all the rage. Um, and I just wanted to share funny, ridiculous stories from my life. People have always assumed that my life is a tragedy because I live with a disability, um, which is a problem. And I wanted to show a different picture, um, a more authentic picture of living with a disability. And that is that my life is full of laughter and adventure and love and and so i i made the title laughing at my nightmare i think it was a play on on that idea that you know it, people think it's a nightmare but i'm laughing at it i'm having fun and uh it's not a nightmare if you get to know me so yeah that that kind of led to everything that happened after that the book the nonprofit, as the blog took off in ways that i never imagined <laughs> that's cool i mean it is uh it's like humbling, I think is the word that mm -hmm. comes to mind where every, we should all have a, a better sense of humor, you know, mm -hmm. as we, as we approach life, no matter what we're doing, it's how I feel. I agree. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, people often like to compare their lives and say like, oh, like he has it so bad, like I should never be upset. And that is sure. not at all the message that, uh, you know, I want people to take away because we all have challenges. I have days where I'm pissed off at the world, uh, you know, or angry or upset. And that's normal. Like, we should embrace that side of being alive. Mm. But yeah, I think if you're able to reframe your adversity in a funny way, it can be really helpful. Yeah. I appreciate you set me straight there. Um, <laughs> only a little bit. Only a little bit. Uh, <laughs> okay. So what was it? You had the email. You flew across the country. Walk us through the timeline from, from there on out. <laughs> The Ooh. dreaded timeline. The timeline, yes. <laughs> you should tell about our first date, my amazing uh, gas station date. That that date? Well, that was the first. <laughs> yes. Was, no. I want to hear about the gas station date here. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought you meant the beer drive-through. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, the gas station. Okay, yeah, sure. Both sound so amazing. I fly to I fly to Pennsylvania in May. And, uh, first of all, Shane was 45 minutes late picking me up at the what? airport. You don't have to say that. You literally don't I do that. because Shane. I was terrified to like, I was afraid that like, if we didn't get along, I'm all of a sudden like yeah. stuck in Pennsylvania. I was there for like three days, so it would have been okay. But like three days with someone that I didn't like, you know, I was like going through all these scenarios or, you know, if like his parents were weird when I met, you know, like all these, you know, anxieties about doing this trip. I blame Philadelphia traffic, not my fault. Yeah, and you are notoriously early. You know, in every other scenario, Shane has always been early. So it, it was not poor planning. I think you left like an hour in advance. And... I, yeah, I probably intended to be there like five hours ahead of time. <laughs> but it didn't work out. So I was I was left at the airport for 45 minutes, like worrying that he's just not even gonna come, all this stuff. Imagine if I had catfished you. Um, and just <laughs> at the airport. That was that would be an epic catfish. Uh... You know, like the, the documentary is out there. I would know I would know who you are. But um, so Shane eventually picked me up and our first date, I think it was next morning because I got in pretty late. Um, <laughs> he decided, 
we were going to do a picnic. Like, okay, that's, that's nice. Um, but instead of getting like cute picnic items, he took me to a gas station. Wawa. It was a Wawa. Yeah. A Wawa not gas a, station. Not a gas station. We don't have those in Minnesota. Yeah. But it's more than a gas station. It's everything. It's we didn't thing. have those in Iowa either. So people always talk about it. And I was like, what's the big rage? Uh-huh. We're crazy about it. It, it just seems like a gas station to me, but we go in and like, <laughs> get, like he got a burrito bowl a and burrito. A, a burrito bowl. And I got like a vegetable, like sandwich it was just like really strange food you know all at this gas station um and then we took it to a park that didn't really go well either Do you no. know, like, like we weren't in the right area yeah we so it was a part that i'd never been to but i was pretending like i knew it very well i was like <laughs> yeah i have this romantic spot it'll be great we we're like there and i i did not find the romantic area that i had in my mind's eye from like doodling it um there were so, supposed to be like picnic tables and like a, a river. Like a it was river, supposed to be yeah. really pretty. But I'm playing it off like I know what's going on. So <laughs> we're wandering, we're wandering through this field and we like come up to a house. <laughs> and I'm like, shit, this is not this is not the right area. But I, I, I still didn't want to like give up that I didn't know what I was doing. So I was like, this is it. Like we're gonna have our picnic right here. So we put out a blanket in what may have been someone's backyard. <laughs> And, yard. and we began eating and then our way out as we were leaving, mm-hmm. we saw the entrance saw the entrance it was down the, the road we were not at the park are you serious <laughs> it was no <laughs> it was so fun though yeah it was a good picnic yeah and i, I bet the people that what? lived there i bet that they enjoyed our nice little date <laughs> in their backyard <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So this was the first date. Yeah. You stayed for the three days because you ended up hitting it off. Mm-hmm. And then you dated for four years before you got engaged. Yeah, uh, I think three. Like so we dated two years, oh, yeah. two years long distance, and then Shane moved to Minnesota. And then six months after that is when you proposed. Wait. Yeah. No, a year and no, a half. No, a year and a half. Because I he he proposed the day I graduated from college. So he moved in during my junior year. And then like a year and a half later, he proposed. So yeah, it was like three and a half years, I think. So Shane, another book you've written, written three books. Yes. Okay. Was uh, titled not so different. What you really want to ask someone with a disability. And uh, you know, I'm curious as the dating and relationship was, was growing. Can you talk about, there are so many misconceptions people speak wrong about disabilities as, as I was, you know, just, made well aware and uh well no i and and i actually want to discuss this but i'm curious from the relationship standpoint what resistance was met maybe from your side hannah or your shane either Mm -hmm. yeah do you want to talk about your parents yeah um people ask that a lot and shane in previous relationships has had uh great difficulties with his partner's parents basically yeah like i thought i had parents of partners say this is bad for you. Don't do this. And that mm. obviously puts a bit of a damper on the relationship. Um, <laughs> and so that always kind of signaled the end when that would happen. Yeah. But anyway, Hannah's family was so much the opposite of that. Anyway, I didn't mean to take No, it. no, I mean, that, that's <laughs> really it. You, you sort of said it all, but my parents, I think their initial, when I told my mom, you know, about Shane, 
uh, her initial worry was that I was like, I met a man online that lives in Pennsylvania. I'm going to like fly there and meet him. And she's like, oh my God, like, no, you're not. She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah, in college, <laughs> like I was 19 and, you know, she didn't want that to happen. So uh, that was her initial fear. Um, but after she like FaceTimed with Shane and very quickly, like they got along and yeah, and they had no issues with his disability. So I think when you're speaking about misconceptions, uh, we see it every day on our YouTube channel in the comments that people leave. There's this big idea that my life is a huge burden and that mm-hmm. being with yeah. me, being with me as my partner would mean, you know, that you're burdened and that your life is terrible or difficult. Um, am I explaining that correctly? Yeah. I, that's not true. I am mostly independent and capable on my own throughout the day. I work, I have multiple careers. I've figured out how to do my life. You know what I mean? And yeah, I require physical assistance with like going to the bathroom and like getting in and out of bed. Um, but those things are not the massive, overwhelming kind of like hurdle that people think they are. They're just ingrained in our day. Um, maybe you can speak to that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right? exactly. Like when when we're, you know, getting dressed in the morning and I'm helping Shane, we're talking about what we're gonna have for breakfast or what we're doing that day. And like it's not, you know, two separate relationships where like in in some ways I'm his wife and then in other ways I'm his caregiver and nothing else. Like it's just, you know, one smoothless yeah. relationship. You know, people ask like where we draw the line between caregiving and a relationship and like right. don't have one, you know, it's just you know, our relationship is what it is. So, yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question, yeah. but <laughs> that's good. I, I'm, I'm curious what lessons we can learn from your mom, Hannah, of, you know, there's other partners, parents who say, Hey, this is going to be d- difficult. And I don't know if that's the route you want to pursue, but why do you feel like your parents and your perspective were different? Cause that's what I, no. I want. I want more of that. I mm-hmm. wish that I wish I had like a really amazing answer for that. I think they're, they're open-minded. The, yeah. the mm-hmm. tendency to shut down, you know, as my other partner's parents have done is based on a lack of experience and a lack of willingness to see what it might be like. Yeah. You know, they made judgments before getting to know me, getting to see what our mm-hmm. relationship dynamic would be like. Mm-hmm. And they just shut it down based on the stereotypes of disability, that we are a burden, that our lives are miserable and terrible. And also, like, I'm I'm fairly opinionated. <laughs> uh, and I don't, like, even if my parents had had, you know, the fleeting thought of like, oh, I wonder if this is a good idea. I don't think they would have approached me with that because they knew that I was happy and excited. And like, I I think that they trusted me to make, you know, the best decisions for me and, you know, wouldn't have. Yeah. Like you run a child. Yeah, exactly. And you know, they were like, Oh, like you think this is good, then it's good. You know, I think they took my word for, for what it was. Right. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, I think you guys truly are the epitome of everything our show is about without us even knowing that before we started talking to you. I feel like the reason why we started this podcast was we got tired of reading basically societal standards of what makes a successful relationship. 
Mm-hmm. And we have talked to so many couples about barriers, basically, whether it be religion or background or upbringing, culture, anything, and how they got through it. And I think it's probably wrong because you guys are the epitome of relationship where you fell in love and you decided to not listen to all the dumb stuff that society says and following their checklist of make sure you find a partner who's X, Y, and Z. And it's hard and sad to notice that society would say, oh, but, but what's actually going on? You know, why, why is this actually working? You must, like you said in interview or in YouTube videos before, you must be the nurse or you must like, you must have your, that I think it's wrong. It's how do you, how did you approach dating with society, with your friends, with the community? How'd you approach marriage? And why do you think it is that we all have such this preconceived notion that if my spouse doesn't fit, you know, Prince Charming and Cinderella, they're not, they're not worth the time. Yeah. That's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, My first like thought that comes to mind is that it was way, way easier before YouTube. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that too. Like we, we dated for three years before YouTube was even an idea mm-hmm. or two and a half years. I can't remember. I don't know yeah, two time, but um, without that level of public scrutiny, um, it wasn't something we talked about a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't worried about conforming to anything. When we were out in public, like, yeah, here and there people would be awkward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've had people come up and like, you know, ask, is this your sister? And I say no, and they begin to cry, like when they find out that she's my girlfriend. Mm. Um, so that's weird, but it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't until YouTube came about that mm. people began like real overwhelmingly like telling us that this is wrong and looking, fake. Or yeah. looking for yeah, conspiracies because they just could not accept it. And we see it at literally hundreds of times a day and just the absurd number of people who think that way is scary um but uh, you asked like how we approach it it is motivation because Mm -hmm. all those people are real people out there in the world holding these awful ideas about disability and relationships and gender norms and all this stuff and we hope that by making videos we can change a few of those uh opinions and like Mm -hmm. make people a little bit more open-minded yeah um so it motivates us if you read through the comments that we get it becomes very clear very quickly that the people who are spewing such awful things clearly have some stuff that they've yeah. got to work on, uh, you know, doubts about themselves, fears, insecurities. Yeah, but we get really annoyed or like angry about the comments. Something that can be helpful is, and it sounds so simple, but reminding ourselves that all these people are just wrong. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. if if it was true that I was paying Hannah <laughs> to be with me for <laughs> YouTube clout and you know our this, this <laughs> life that we've built over five years 
is all fake. Yeah. Then the comments might be like, oh shit, let me, uh, <laughs> they're on to us, but they're all just wrong. Yeah. And that sucks, you know, and it exposes their, their ignorance, but they're mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. And so that can be really helpful in dealing with it. Real quick, today's show is YouTube channel. You guys do so, uh, some of the videos you do are like, you know, how how does Shane take a shower and uh, moving and like you, you show how you, what, what'd you say? I said, that's like 90% of the videos. <laughs> a lot of showers. How does Shane shower? Yeah. He does really well. <laughs> well, <laughs> you've also talked about how you've outfit your home to uh, be accessible, like wheelchair accessible. What is the mission behind the YouTube channel um, and, and why'd you start it? Those are like two very different things. So I think we started it uh, as a summer project, really. It was a little hobby. Yeah, it was after my junior year of college. Shane had just moved in six months before. And we were doing some traveling that summer. And I had like pretty much nothing to do. You know, we had some trips coming up, but I didn't have a job or anything. We were going to be traveling. And we thought it would be really fun to film those trips and upload them basically for like our family members to like send it to Shane's parents and be like, look where we are. Um, it was a little bit dorky. It was really dorky. It was, it was just for that. Uh, and at that time, Shane had followers on Instagram from his book and it wasn't a ton. It was like maybe 10,000 people. And we were like, oh, maybe they'll watch it. Um, so I think he posted it there. And after six months, we had gotten to 4,000 subscribers, which we thought was like wow. nobody would ever get. We were like, wow, that's, this that's is a ton amazing. of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. you know that. Um, <laughs> I thought you were starting. Uh, the awkward pause. Around when was it? That was de- December. I can keep going if you were, if you're unclear of the timeline. I, I mean, the timeline is not my strong suit. Not. You can keep going. You're doing great. Okay. In fact, I'm gonna leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Six months later was in December, and we did a collaboration with Special Books by Special Kids. He came and like filmed. Uh, a video about our relationship basically and from that a bunch of people went to our channel um and he had like two million followers yeah he had a ton of followers and um they like subscribed to our channel watched the videos and then that like boosted us into the algorithm and over the next month we got up to like a hundred thousand subscribers crazy in literally just that month yeah that was a surreal month yeah and that leads into the the second part of like what the mission is because all of a sudden we had this very large and serious audience Mm -hmm. and we had to make a choice like are we going to continue this as like a very small side project or are we going to be more serious about it yeah Um, because at that point we were mostly making like dumb little videos about like It's embarrassing to watch our earliest (laughs) videos. They're just like random things that we filmed. I know. It's like I scrolled back. That first thumbnail, I'm not sure who was responsible for it, but classic. The the purple. (laughs) It was great. What what is it? What's the first one? It's like a purple background. uh, A hot pink background. With like a kind of like dis- distorted picture and it says a vlog question mark <laughs> anyway are you uh, great. making fun of my photoshop skills <laughs> no my bad <laughs> uh, so any- in the videos it's like a clip of you know shane making a joke about something and then it'll just cut to like me rolling off the bed like it's just like bizarre clips that we put together that have no 
there's, there's no message. Yeah, there's no message. There's it's no message. Things that we yeah. like, this is funny, and it's it's really it's not that funny. And so after that big interview that we did, we had a lot of conversations and decided that this would be a great way to educate people. Well, because in those first, in that month, we got a lot of comments from right. people who had found the video being like, this is fake. And at that point we were like shocked yeah. by people thinking that we were fake. Like it we hurt. could not huh. believe it. Yeah. We were <laughs> devastated. We were like fake. Like, what does that even mean? Um, yeah. And obviously now we, we hear that a lot, but I think at that point we could not believe what people were saying. And that sort yeah. of made us want to well, it's, prove I mean, them wrong. Yeah. It, it completely devalues me as a person yeah uh, you know I have no worth as a partner and Hannah is seen as you know like evil. evil evil or like messed up in some way yeah from what mm. I'm so like it was hurtful so in that like month after that big game in subscribers we decided that our channel would be about normalizing what our life is like and showing people mm. that you can have a very normal relationship where one member has a disability like mine yeah so that is our broad mission we still do like stupid videos but um <laughs> we we try to have some like messaging here and there yeah <laughs> yeah you guys are working on a book as well together we are we are yeah for a while spill now. the tea it's been a long time we're still going yeah <laughs> So we started working on the book after I got like two years ago, probably. Yeah, we got the deal like two years ago. Yeah. And it was a little bit delayed because of the pandemic because we had originally been traveling around interviewing couples. Um, and now we've done some over Zoom, but basically we're interviewing about 30 other interabled couples where one or both have a disability of some kind. Mm. Um, and each chapter is sort of a you know a profile of that couple and their love story mixed in with some chapters about us. Yeah. So it's been really fun to work on that, but definitely a, a huge undertaking. Yeah, because we're trying to like be really authentic, obviously. We're trying to continue to educate and normalize people about yeah. disability and tell these really adorable love stories. So it's a lot to yeah. be done in one chapter. Yeah. Um, but it's like Hannah said, been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, can I guess the title? Is it laughing at my nightmare? <laughs> I tried, I tried for that. The publisher was like, the publisher was like, well, keep that in mind. Maybe. <laughs> no, right oh, now the uh, tentative title is Interabled Colon Love Stories. Yeah. So Nice. Yeah. Colon, like the, the body part? Like the body part, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was a terrible joke. Sorry, yeah, I, that was I really should bad. retire from making jokes permanently. Yeah. All right. I don't want to get too philosophical, but I'm curious. Um, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but when you speak about your relationship, it is cool because on the one hand, it's just a normal relationship. Like the essence is Hannah loves Shane. Shane loves Hannah, but it's also cool because, you know, if, if a relationship has a spectrum of, you know, a hundred different qualities to it, mm -hmm. yours maybe on the spectrum of like uh, physical difficulties yeah. would be a little more amplified than say Sean or I, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas you guys are both way smarter. You have more of that than say Sean or I as well. <laughs> so again, a bunch of different qualities, but Sorry, Sean. how do you, how, how <laughs> yeah. do you, like when you talk about normalizing your relationship, mm -hmm. part of that process is in that conversation, highlighting some differences, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So how do we how do we talk about the differences? And this goes for Shane and Hannah. It goes for all the different you know uh, conversations going on in society right now. But how do you talk about the differences without amplifying them and making that the important part, as opposed to hey, you no, know, you know what? Shane is a hilarious dude. And that's his essence. And Shane and Hannah's relationship is just a normal marriage, mm-hmm. and that's the essence. But getting there is the hard part, you know? Yeah. I think that's interesting. That's a great question. Yeah. It's nuanced. So I don't know if yeah. you'll be able to give like a perfect answer. Um, I mean, first of all, I think she's got it. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love this. <laughs> I love this. She did, yeah, to, she did tell me I don't know what I'm saying. I'm going to try she's like, to yeah, he's gonna fail right talk here. about this. <laughs> this is really complicated, but I think, you know, one of our hopes for when people watch our videos is that they see that like you said, the essence is just that we love each other. Mm -hmm. You know, that's like our hope number one. And they're like, wow, you know, this seems really normal, like normalizing, whatever. But I think the other part is showing those physical difficulties or differences and, and all of that. And, you know, instead of like highlighting that and making that different trying to expand or bad or bad yeah, yeah. making i meant mm. bad not making it different it is different um mm. but trying to expand people's view of like what that spectrum should be right trying to expand people's view of like what is normal and instead of saying you know we're super different for for shane having a disability saying like lots mm. of people have disabilities there's lots of couples like us like you may not see it a ton you know our essence is the same you know i think like showing yeah, those yeah. those differences and just trying to make people realize that like that is also normal you know it's it's so hard to, to yeah talk no about. I, I agree completely i think that if the representation of disability was at the same level of non-disabled people yeah we wouldn't even be having this conversation yeah because we would mm-hmm. be no different than any other couple in the eyes of society i think going back to what you said about showing that difference is not bad is another big part of it I, we talk about our differences in a positive way because they are a positive part of our life most of the time. And that is an important and missing part of the conversation. Often people will say, oh, he can't walk. That's so sad. Mm. But what if we said he can't walk? So what? Like <laughs> he uses a chair. Like, so yeah. Making it more positive as it is another part of it yeah yeah it's i mean it's so interesting though because when people say that's so sad it does come from a place it, it comes from a well-meaning place to a certain degree Definitely. right absolutely yeah but no, go ahead. no. <laughs> oh she's got it shane hold on no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but i was just gonna say it comes back to that original misconception of unless you're perfect it's like it's not worth it it's that societal standard that is just so flawed that people feel like they mean well saying, oh, it's so sad you can't walk. Mm-hmm. But that's just because society is saying, unless you're able to walk, you like, that's what makes you worthy. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. And how do you, how do you go about rewiring the world and saying, no, deep. you are a human being. And just by being a human being, you're worthy. Everything else is just unique character. Yeah, I think if you figure out the answer to that question, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. will solve all the world's problems. Good, uh, good. I'll work on it in my my spare time. Another thing that we try to show in videos that 
people don't usually have the perspective of unless they know someone that maybe uses a wheelchair or whatever. Like when we are traveling, we'll show that the airplane isn't accessible and it makes it really difficult for us. Or when we're out in public and, you know, we're going on a walk and we get to a store that doesn't have a, uh, a ramp, there's a step, like we can't go inside. Yeah. And I think like flipping the narrative from, you know, Shane can't walk and that's so sad to this place isn't accessible and that's so sad, you know, showing <laughs> mm-hmm. people that like Shane is not the problem here. Like if there was a ramp, we would be good to go. Yeah. Or, you know, if this mm-hmm. airplane was accessible, we would be, you know, this would be way easier. I think mm-hmm. showing people, you know, that there are things that we can literally fix besides Shane <laughs> that would make a huge difference yeah. is helpful because like before I, you know, knew Shane, I, I wasn't thinking about that stuff at all. Hannah was a sociology major. I don't know if you can tell. This is sounding very uh, sociological, but she's yeah. right. I mean, she's right, dead on. I I don't know. I it's, I'm kind of hung up on it because I you are inspirational, and it is because there's a difference between you and I. And I but just like I mean, it's in the same sense of of me being inspired by anybody else. It's like oh, because they live life a certain way, or because they've over like approached uh, adversity in a certain way, uh-huh. and you have to point to the the difference in order to glean that to a certain I don't know but I also it, think you see inspiration because you see this might be a weird word to use but like freedom you you guys live so free of the barriers that usually people put on themselves in relationship mm-hmm. does that make sense because if someone were to like those those people those keyboard trolls on YouTube <laughs> who are always saying oh it must be fake or they're they're so bound by living by society's judgments that they're they're so restricted. So I think the inspiration for us in seeing your guys' relationship is like, wow, mm-hmm. you guys have truly just figured out what love is and you don't care about like the world's crap, which is really refreshing <laughs> because we talk to so many people who do and it it I think our goal in life is to just not care and live our life and do it the way we all want. I want to hear what Shane has to say. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I, I mean, the idea of inspiration is a it's a big subject in the disability community um, okay. because it, it's a huge subject. I don't want to like belabor it too much, but for a long, long time, the narrative was often, you know, there's a poster that shows a kid in a wheelchair playing with his friends and the quote is if he can do it so can you and that that sets up an immediate hierarchy of value uh, of yeah value because Uh. this disabled kid in the eyes of the you know inspired viewer shouldn't be playing with his friends his life should be hard and different enough that he shouldn't have Mm. friends he shouldn't be happy, but he is. So, wow, that's amazing. In reality, disabled kids all over the world are out there with friends and in school, having fun, having a good time. But we don't hear that story. We hear, oh, that's amazing when they're able to do that. Um, and that devalues us. So I think that is where the problem with inspiration comes mm-hmm. in. Like when it's, you know, applauding me for being out at the grocery store which happens all the time people come up to me and they're like it is so good to see you out in the world like 
Congratulations. Oh, we went to the beach one time and a, a woman came up to, uh, it was actually, my mom was there also. And we were like filming, my mom was filming us. And uh, a woman came up to her and said, it is so kind of you to take him here. I bet he's having the best day of his life. Like, uh, you know, really think that like, you know, Shane being at the beach is like the most amazing thing ever. And so yeah. going back to what you said, like, you're right. Like you, you can draw inspiration from a disabled person as you can anyone else who anyone. is mm-hmm. who is doing inspiring things and yeah like i am doing them differently and maybe in in ways that you haven't experienced because you are not disabled um sure like i get that it's just you know there's a fine line between drawing inspiration for not inspiring things mm-hmm. versus yeah. like actually like I love when people are inspired by my work as an author or a work on YouTube. This is a lot of hard work. And like, yeah, we've persevered. And like, yeah, it sucks facing all that criticism. So yeah, be inspired by that, but not by the fact that I will have smiling today, you know, because <laughs> my life isn't bad. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I obviously, you know, I have, uh, I personally have a long way to go. Here's, here's what I know. I am super thankful for you both as a couple, mm-hmm. because one, all the great videos, books, all titled laughing at my nightmare <laughs> that you put out. Um, but also like, so obviously I guess maybe ignorance is a word and, um, I don't know, maybe there's something else to that, but to be able to have a conversation and actually I, I feel like progress people's perspectives as opposed to attack in the way that they might be attacking you. Honestly, it's, it, it does a lot of, it makes me introspective and it makes like, Oh, how, what is the right way to talk about, you know, this relationship or how, what words should we use or not use? Which speaking of that, can you talk about some helpful language? So inner ability was one of the terms. Is that right? Yeah. Interabled. Yeah. Interable. That one is, I don't know, we use that more just to like quickly, describe to people what we are mm-hmm. like it works okay. all for titles um yeah. like on youtube so that people immediately know what they're about to watch yeah but we, when we yeah. like talk to our friends and family we're not like we are interabled <laughs> uh <laughs> you know it's not so busy. So, yeah. uh regarding language though i prefer identity first language so i am a disabled man rather than a man with a disability um, mm. there's a whole big thing around that and a lot of debate about which is better, better. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, to each their own basically, mm-hmm. but, um, there is nothing wrong with being disabled. And so yeah. you shouldn't shy away from it. Um, words like, uh, special needs or what are other ones differently abled. <laughs> um, those are all avoiding the word disability because they believe disability is a bad thing. Yeah. They're trying to find a nicer way to say it, which, you know, it doesn't need a nicer way. Well, something that I I love too, and is that question and how you answered it. Andrew and I have actually had this conversation about a lot of different topics, like interracial and interculture and like every type of mixed relationship you could possibly have for whatever the reason. And I feel like kind of like you guys have, have touched on, there's just no representation because one, people are afraid to capture it, which is an issue. They shouldn't be. And two, people are afraid to ask or learn because they don't ever want 
to cross the line or say the wrong thing. Whereas we should be asking the questions, even if they're wrong, we need to be corrected at some point so we can be more educated and learn. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Andrew, I give you major props. You've asked a few questions that I think other people may have shied away from. But like the fact that you're being introspective is so important. Like if everyone thought about these issues the way that you are, like it would be a lot easier. Um, So yeah, I think being willing to have difficult conversations and then on our end, have them, you know, with an open heart and not like dismissing people evil just because they you know use the wrong word or whatever um that's really important yeah yeah well i mean yeah again kudos to you guys it's it's cool because you know this this is your life that you live each and every day just as you know you don't know what i go through each and every day but when i come in and try to swoop in and ask about a certain experience that (laughs) i've gauged from a distance based off of just split seconds, mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to make some oversteps. And so I, I do appreciate that patience that, that you have for someone, you know, it's just like, I'm going to make some oversteps and thank you for not getting mad and <laughs> vice versa. Right. Absolutely. So anyway, what are you guys most excited about now that are you, did you do a honeymoon? Not really. No, we no, didn't. No. Just bought a new house. Well, not well, really. No, we did not. Well, we went to Florida. That wasn't really a honeymoon. That wasn't a honeymoon. Yeah. Anyway. What are we okay. to do that? We have like a wedding. Yeah, we're having yeah. I guess. So COVID uh delayed our like real wedding. We got married okay. alone in our backyard yeah. with our officiant over Zoom. Um <laughs> like not at all what we were expecting. Uh-huh. But this uh fall we're having or summer, I guess. Yeah. Uh having like a big gathering with our family and friends. So that would be fun. Yeah. We're at that point right now, though, where we're like, oh, my God, we have to plan this. Well, because we so, weren't sure yeah. it was actually going to happen for so long because yeah. it's been so unknown, you know, what four months yeah. it would look like. So now it's coming up and we've done like nothing. Yeah. So that, that's why we were like, oh, are we Ooh. excited about that? Not excited about <laughs> 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Honeymoon after that, we're, um, yeah. yeah, we have some, some excited YouTube like ideas in the works for more long-term series and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're like developing that. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Is it all in the shower? I hope they're all in the shower. <laughs> Shirtless Shane. It, yeah. That sounds weird. To- that sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sounds weird. Sorry. <laughs> we'll make a series for you. Uh, <laughs> private, private videos. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> are you? Are we doing YouTube full time now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Let's go. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, with that and like speaking engagements uh, and the book, we're able to yeah. support ourselves. That is awesome. That's really cool. Thank you. I, I don't know about you guys, but our first couple years on YouTube, we wanted to murder each other. Um, so if there's any tension there, it will work itself out yeah. in time. Yeah. How, how is it working together? Tell us yeah. about that. It's been good so it's far. Generally, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We, we definitely have moments where we have disagreements and we are like, oh, I think well. the big disagreements, they always come from when we're setting up the camera. 
That's like, I don't know why, but like we'll be getting ready to film a show and I'm like setting the camera up and like, I don't know if Shane like micromanages, but we always manage to get into like an argument about the shot, the yeah. shot, or like, I don't know, like by the time uh, I sit down to film the video, I'm like, Oh, you, uh-huh. so that happens yeah. a couple times, but. And then there's the other like area that we've had disagreements. Um, when people are like rude to us, oh, yeah. whether they send an email or, you know, leave a comment. Hannah is much more inclined to fight with them yeah. and like yeah. fix the way they're thinking. <laughs> and I'm more inclined to be like, whatever, just ignore it. Uh, and yeah. that's caused yes. some, some issues, but yeah. we're, we, you know, now that we're like three years in, yeah. we're, we're pretty, you know, we get along yeah. most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's our dynamic too. I go after him and he's like, just leave it. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> the Bummer. big question. Oh, okay. You guys are officially married. You've been married nine months now? Yeah, yeah. Not, I think nine. Is it nine? Yeah. Okay. Well, you, you know better than we do. Yeah. <laughs> September. Okay. What was the anniversary? September. September 9th. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it has been. It's been like nine months. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jeez. So married nine months together, five years. Yes. The big question we ask every single person is within your relationship, within the time you've been together and how you've known each other, and especially with you guys living such a public life with all people's opinions, if you could take away one thing, the one piece of advice you would either give or have been given that you would like to repeat about you, relationships. You did not ace that question. I know. <laughs> okay. What's the one piece of advice you've been given or would give based off your experience being married? <laughs> I try. I love I you. Try. I love you. <laughs> I doubt it. I understood it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll talk slow so you can think of yours. Well, I don't, it depends on what yours is. I didn't mind would be to remember that you are a team first and that everything that you do it should be supporting each other over everything else Mm -hmm. um when when you're facing adversity or you know you're planning a wedding and you hit obstacles or whatever um it can be easy to get annoyed or angry at each other um you know because we're two different people with two different views of the world but we're combining those to be a team and work together um, to face the challenges that we have. Um, mm. So yeah, I did remember that it's not like both of us kind of independently doing our own thing, but we're a team and we need to work together. Wow. Preach. So good. Yeah. Preach. I don't know if I want to follow that. Mine's <laughs> not that good. <laughs> what is yours? I don't know. I, 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 I'm like, I'm waffling between a couple, but I think, yes, I think one, one, I don't, I don't know if we've been given this or it's just like something that I think is helpful, but people often say, you know, like, don't go to bed angry and like that. I'm sure that works for some people, but I think for us, it's, I think it's been helpful to, you know, take time for arguments. Like if we're having an argument, it's it sounds, okay. Both of these sound like we fight all the time. No. We really don't. <laughs> yeah, like we're a team. <laughs> no, but if, you know, if we're, if we're annoyed at each other or something happened, you know, having a discussion about it at midnight when we're tired and ready to go to bed uh, is not always the most constructive, you know, use of time. So like going to Breach. bed free and talking about it in the morning is fine. Is yeah. fine and, and can mm-hmm. be much better, so... That's good. That was a little anticlimactic after Shane's, but it's I all right. know Shane's it's, was so <laughs> beautiful. And mine's uh, just like, 
I just yeah. rambled for a while. It didn't make sense. It was sense. wonderful. <laughs> it was nice. uh, hey, well, I can't thank you enough for the time. And um, I, I called dibs on a part two. We'll start working on scheduling now. So maybe, you know, <laughs> yeah. next year we can get yeah, the books. Yeah. 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 I mean, congrats on everything, though. The the new house, the marriage, the killer YouTube channel. You guys are in the a fun phase of life. That they're yeah. working on. Yeah. A lot of fun things. So Thank you. Um, it's been really fun talking about the deal. Yeah. And thanks for yeah. having us. We look forward to staying in touch. Thanks, Shannon Hannah. Awesome. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're gonna ask you a favor today. All right. If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners. And some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode. And again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search couple things and tap our shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.